The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Financial guys. It's the Financial Guys radio program. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. We are the financial guys with you each and every Saturday, 1 to 3. This is the place where money meets politics. For those of you that tune in each and every week, you know we, uh, we do manage money for a living Monday through Friday and have a ton of fun with this show each and every Saturday. Again, place where money meets politics. Typically an open mic session in studio. Uh, Mike Hayflick, yep. cer- certified Social Security Claiming Strategist. And Happy to be here. Glenn taking uh, a little bit of time off today. So we will end up talking. I definitely want to talk about some money today. Oftentimes we sure. don't get the chance to do that. Yep. And uh, talk a little bit about Social Security. A lot of our, that's, yeah, you know, a lot yeah. of our listeners uh, are going to be approaching Social Security age. And, and you know, you only really get one chance to make the right decision. Sort of not true, yeah. but... You can maybe undo it up yeah. to one year, once in a lifetime, but um, I like to try to convince people that you make the decision and, and hopefully you don't have to look back and say, son of a gun, what did I do? Yeah, You, know, you right. try to make the right decision before you do it. Yeah, well, um, and, and, the, and the difference between making the right, right decision and wrong decision can be thousands and thousands oh of dollars. Gosh, yes. and, and we'll talk about even yeah, some, you know, uh, some of the examples that you've had recently, you know, some cool so cases. Many, we'll talk so about that. Cases. Yeah, throughout, you know, people didn't know they were eligible for this or that. So right. we'll talk about that as the show progresses here. Uh, but again, place where money meets politics. Uh, you know, follow us on Twitter, by the way, at FinGuys, and like us on Facebook. A lot of the stuff we talk about we post to our Facebook page. So like us on Facebook. Uh, by the way, on our uh, website, thefinancialguys.com, uh, for those of you that tuned in last week, we had Jay Blanchard, yep. Jay, one of our business partners, riding 4,200 miles, <laughs> not in an airplane. Nope. <laughs> not in an automobile. <laughs> not, not even on a motorcycle. Not even on a motorcycle. He's going to be on a bicycle. Yes, he's gonna. He's biking, and it's rideforwidows.com, yep. Ride for yep. Widows. He is raising money for widows, uh, military widows. From and Oregon to Virginia, through 10 states, unsupported. So there's no van that says, hey, Jay, you look tired. You know, come on, just get in the van and take a nap. No, he literally is on the road. Um, I, he's got to basically fend for himself for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And this is a very competitive race. I know Jay's Jay's got his own goals um, to, to basically finish, finish in a certain <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> to make it back I think to he's saying our office in Williamsville. 
Yeah. 25 days. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, so ride for widows. And if you have it in your heart, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks to get on the website and donate to help these widows. Uh, as, as people, uh, as, as Jay has been saying, these, mm-hmm. w- these, uh, these folks don't need a handout. They need a hand up. A hand up. A little and, help. Uh, Just a little help. Help them get through that. Great I mean, support groups, too. Yeah. Holy cow. Like, you know, we had our, our, the guest of the widows, the widow project. Yes. She was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I can listen to her and what she's doing well, you think for about, others. You think about it. Unfortunately, we lose a soldier, the ultimate sacrifice, and, you know, and the family mourns and, and the, the nation mourns. And then, but you sort of go on. Right. And, and you forget about so the children. So quickly we all do. The widows. So quickly we all go on. And it's those people who say, no, we can't forget this. We've right. got to do something. Not not just a one-time thing either. It's a continuous effort yeah. to, to pick up those people, like you said, to, to put a hand out to help them up. That's right. And it's great. It's Ri- great, great ride for widowscom Jay's Jay great. Jay always says, you know, he tries to think, how can I use my bicycle to help people? Yeah. And here he is going 4,200 miles. Yeah. Now, I, you, now, you and I jokingly said we would do that trip, but it would probably take us six months. We'll do it when we're right. retired, and we're going to stop and get, like, pizza. <laughs> and, you know, oh, It's oh, likely oh. in an RV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Now, I would do the bicycle trip, I, I, but, I would. but it, it would just, it wouldn't be 25 days. It wouldn't be competitive it would be six months six months we'd be stuck hey you know what uh, you know are you like like the squirrels that get distracted like hey what's that hey all right Ooh, a pizza shack (laughs) (laughs) we're cutting this one early is that a new beer listed on that bar i don't know if i've tried that (laughs) brewery okay have a beer there mike today's over we're gonna stop uh so just tuning in mike lomas come legal financial guys news radio 930 wben the place where money meets politics um it's starting California, Obamacare to cut hospitals that perform too many surgeries. Too many. Too many. So <laughs> you can keep you can keep your doctor, Unreal. but he just might he or she might not be able to perform all the surgeries you need him to perform, or else you're out of the program. So, so doctor, hi, I, I was scheduled to get the appendectomy. I'm so sorry. We already did our hundred appendectomies this month. <laughs> oh, but what do, what do I do? Did, have you ever seen YouTube? There's some. <laughs> Some self-help surgeries. Yeah. yeah. I, so I sort of took it as a per-surgery per-patient. So, like, oh, if yeah, you needed uh, – I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's – you know, I was thinking, boy, uh, you know, well, you've already had two surgeries. Three is not so good. So choose either – we can either work on your heart <laughs> or we can fix that hip that, that needs a replacement. Or, or we'll split it. We'll give it. We'll give <laughs> half, half of the heart surgery. <laughs> we'll do half the heart surgery. And yeah, what a joke! Unreal. This is absolutely a joke. Unreal. Really, I mean, sad. I mean, you can laugh. We laugh about it because that's what else can you do? But I mean, that's exactly what we knew Obamacare was going to do. We knew it would fail, right? right. We knew it would be very expensive. We were right about that. Yep. Uh, and, and you know, we we knew we knew it was designed. I knew it was designed. To fail, they mm-hmm. wanted it to fail. They wanted it to set, overwhelm the system, right. become very, very expensive. You can blame the insurance companies because it's easy to do. Because sure. insurance companies to survive will right. continue to increase the premiums to do whatever they have to do to survive. Right. But then right. it's easy for people who really don't understand the economics of it to say, "Wow, look at that! Look at that insurance company. They they brought in more money yeah, last year. All the profits they're bringing in. Yeah. So of course they had to because the cost went up and went up, and they had to increase prices. But you know, this is exactly what we said would happen. 
happen. Now, states like California, Mm -hmm. New York, who have really embraced it, I don't want to say you deserve it. You do deserve it. It stinks because you're looking at a bunch of us and our listeners, a bunch of conservative folks live in a state like New York who don't deserve the stupidity out of New York City, but we get it anyways, right? But think about that. Like, (laughs) you're rationing care now. Like, what happens? So do they limit the surgery, like an hour per surgery? (laughs) Like, you you know, you're in Oh, you're going to have to stitch yourself up. Sorry about that. Yeah, we're 58 (laughs) minutes in. We're just about to the critical moment. Uh, The doctor starts taking his gloves off. (laughs) Who's going to wrap this up? Doctor, where are you going? (laughs) Hey, listen. Really like to help you. You're on Obamacare. We've only assigned an hour. Sounds like a lawyer, right? You got got an hour with me, right? No offense, Tom Canavo, right? Our wealth management attorney. Um, But no, you, you, you basically... You basically now have to make some choices ahead of time, and it could be literally like I might not survive or I'm going to try and get the surgery, but – Boy, I might not be able to get the surgery. They yeah. might not allow it. Yeah, it's yeah. Insane. So they are. So, so the good news here, Obamacare. Uh, the good news is we were right. The bad news is is Obamacare. Uh, according to the American Spectator, they're going to start cutting funds to hospitals mm-hmm. that perform too many surgeries in the state of California. So if you're too sick you're uh, not going to be able to get the help you need. And uh, so, but the good news is, is we were talking before the show, there is YouTube, so you could, sure you might be able to perform a lot of this stuff on your own, right? You might be able to find, um, gosh, maybe even med students out there that are willing to, to use you as a, you know what, like a, not a dummy, I guess, but yeah, yeah want to try this? <laughs> I need yeah. The local hospital. Well, is this yet no, another reason to get out of California? Yeah, Watch absolutely. out Arizona, Nevada. Ma- massive federal and state bureaucracies will start setting targets, and if your hospital doesn't meet the target, well, that's not going to be good for you. So Jeez. too many surgeries, shame on you. You're too sick. Uh, the Obamacare only works if you're not sick. <laughs> how, about, how about the idea, too, that, that how many doctors – are going to start saying, you know what, I've had enough. Oh, I've had enough. I've well, had enough. It'll like, be a I can't, huge I'm problem. Doing this it'll be a huge problem. We'll have like, yeah. great doctors, 55, 60-year-old surgeons that yep. are like, expert at what they've done. Yep. They're, they're the best out there, best in the world. And they're saying, you know what, come on, this is ridiculous. I can't even, I can't do what I do. Yeah. You're going to put limits on how many surgeries I can perform in this right. hospital? Right. Enough That's right. is enough. I'll That's just right. go retire. Yeah. I mean, you're in the business, uh, and we have a lot of doctor clients. We've got mm-hmm. some doctor friends. Uh, they make pretty good money, but, you know, it's funny because it's all relative. They spend a lot of years not making any money. They've sure. got a lot of student loans to pay back, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they might be early to late, yeah. mid-30s but, by the time but I don't know. And I'm sure they're out there. There's always, but there's always a bad apple. But I don't know one doctor that's not in it to help people. Could you imagine now being put in a position where you say, "Well, I can't do this many surgeries. I can't help you. I'm sorry. I know you're extremely sick, but because of Obamacare, we just can't do it." How do you control a need? Like you can't control that. Oh my gosh! Now, like 15 people had uh, had strokes and now we have to do some repairs we have to you know fix yeah. carotid arteries yeah. we got to do some bypasses that's right you can't control how many people are going to be afflicted by these right, things. right 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 so so it's almost a, like an uncontrollable yeah. quota that you're going to now put on a neighbor my good friend he's a doctor he's on call all the time two right. in the morning three oh, yeah. in the morning gone right right but he doesn't doesn't say okay boy i've performed this many surgeries you know what his brain is thinking how do i help what do i how do, do i help what oh, do yeah. i do yeah 
Highway Help. So another another proof that uh, most of us listening to the station, I know a few of you left-wingers tune in because it's like a car wreck for you, but uh, most of you, just more proof that Obamacare has been and will continue to be a miserable failure with premiums skyrocketing, deductibles increasing, and the lack of insurance. Yep. And now, yes, you can keep sort of maybe some of your doctors in the state of uh, California, but if you become too sick, they will definitely limit the amount of help that they can give you, which is a shame. Hopefully Emperor Cuomo isn't, isn't uh, thinking, oh, boy, I like that idea. Oh, boy, yeah. what, what well, that's, to- that's what's really amazing about these liberals is they'll look at this and, and it doesn't hit them. No. The answer will be to somebody like Andrew is we need more money. Right. Well, the, the, the problem is not that Obamacare didn't work. It's that the billions of dollars that have already been wasted That's wasn't right. enough. It wasn't enough. It we wasn't enough. We need more. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Mike Hayflick in for Glenn Wiggle. We are the financial guys. Uh, every Saturday, 1 to 3, place where money meets politics. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515, 633-1515. If you think like us, we will talk some retirement and social security planning as the show progresses here. Uh, you need our help, whether it's 401k planning, uh, Medicare planning. We've got a whole Medicare team. Health insurance. If you're a small company, medium-sized company, need help with your health insurance, we have a team in place for you. Uh, but of course, retirement planning, uh, estate planning. You mentioned Tom Canavo before. We have an in-house sure. attorney if you need your will, healthcare proxies updated. Uh, use our team as a resource. Again, 633-1515. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. Real quick break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We'll be back. Alrighty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, we are the financial guys. Mike Hayflick in studio. And of course, those of you uh, probably pretty familiar with Mike Hayflick, certified social security claiming strategist, uh, oftentimes the host here, oftentimes the host on our TV show, WGRZ, every Tuesday. And uh, if you're just tuning, if you're new to the show, this is the place where money meets politics. So we have a lot of fun. We do manage money for a living and uh, had our own independent firm here in Western New York since 1999. Hard to believe going on uh, 20 almost years. 20 years of uh, our own firm. Better start planning a celebration. I know. I know. 20 years. Coming up. 20 years. Yes. Uh, we all look exactly the same. Well, out, <laughs> outside of the gray hair and the few wrinkles. But, Besides uh, that. If you squint <laughs> in, in the dark, if you squint, we look exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, so if you need us throughout the week, folks, 633 1515, 633 15 15. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're enjoying the start of summer. What an incredible week oh last gosh. week. Awesome. It, I mean, it went from, uh, what, 50s to 80s. It went from winter to oh, summer. Beautiful. A little I, cool off here now. It's not too bad, though. I love it. I Grass love it. growing like every three days. Last I week we had I, that I, one I day was, mode. was 90 <laughs> degrees. I'm like, that's me. Oh, I love that. That's great. I absolutely love it. It, it so. really is. It's been so nice. It's I, been so I nice. hope we get one of those hot, steamy summers. I know many of you are going, ah, I don't want that, but it's too cold. I, I can't stand the freezing cold. Me, it's like, give me 80 or 85, 90 Absolutely. every day. Absolutely. And, uh, we wait so long. And yeah. uh, I, I, I uh, have a few clients who've said, and I joked with you about this, Mike, about about you and Glenn, you know, talking about New York. And, you know, it's often about the, the government and, and the, the, the terrible management of, of our resources, our tax dollars. And it's all the things that we hear, you know, the liberal New York City that drill, drips all the way over here to Western New York. And we talk about it all the time. 
And some of my clients have said, you know, I feel kind of bad sometimes because I'm kind of here. My family's here. My friends are here. I said, believe me, we're not talking about the people of Western New York, the restaurants, the scenery, the fun we all have. We're talking about the politics. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. And how how left it is and how often it, it is just. It, it just seems to get worse well, and to, worse. To that point, worse. you really need to, and I wrote down, defend what you believe in or lose it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we this is an article actually Glenn sent the other day. UK activist Tom, uh, Tommy Robinson sentenced to 13 months in jail after live streaming an ongoing trial. Now, hmm. for those of you, many of you probably following Tommy Robinson and familiar with him, but Tommy is a... Um, a reporter, a British activist, a British reporter, and he was covering the trial of this Muslim gang, um, and they were basically, you know, sex trafficking women, uh, right. children, children, yeah, grooming children, grooming yeah. young girls to then be prostitutes, right. to basically be, you know, their resource. Yeah, drug them up. Right. Drug them up is what you do. Go make money for us. That's right. Yep. yep. Don't, you know, no no concern for anything but their own, you know, profits and their, yep. and their own self-interest. Uh, it happened to be a Muslim drug ring, a, a, you know, a Pakistani Muslim ring mm-hmm. uh, that were grooming these young women for prostitution and sex slavery. He's covering. He's covering it outside the courthouse. And it just shows you now there, there's just basically no free speech in Britain anymore. No. And that's really a shame. This guy was just right. covering the trial outside, right? Sure. Um, now, I, I wonder if it was, <clears throat> let's say, the Duke lacrosse team over there. I wonder if mm-hmm. he'd be able to cover that. My guess is probably not a problem. But because this happened to be a Muslim group that was doing right. it, we've got to make sure we don't you know, offend anybody. Uh, but that's really scary. And so you talk about, you know, where does this lead to the Second Amendment? Well, you take away the guns. First, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you do. We've got years and years of precedence of this. Take away the guns. Then once you take away the guns, you take away free speech. And that's what's now happening over there. London, Britain. Right. It, it's, you know, are you kidding me? This guy's out. So he's out, you know, doing a Facebook live outside of the courthouse, and you're going to throw him in jail for 13 months? Yeah. Covering some scumbags? I, I would think, you know, they said, well, we got to have, uh, you know, honest and uh, we don't need any uh, misinformation. Well, yeah, you know, right. The- <laughs> well, this is typical liberal, though. They're, they put everyone in categories. Mm-hmm. You, you all fit into a certain box. Maybe you have a couple different boxes you fit into. But if you're not in the right box, look out. Yeah. Like, they're going to seal that box up. You're not surviving. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's or they're right. Gonna, they're going to throw that box of all those people over yeah. a cliff. That's It's so funny you said it because, you know, being on radio or being on TV now, which mm-hmm. is a different, you know, it's a different outlet, sure. you, you see some of these liberals and they'll they'll attack us. Oh, yeah. Well, personally, they write letters saying, you know, uh, get them off the radio. Why do you, you know, hate solar if panels? I see... Why do you hate Why do you <laughs> hate the sun? But but they want to – and I'm, I'm okay with somebody calling and questioning me. What, what do you Absolutely. think about this? What do you think about that? Why do you think – this, but they call and personally attack. You know, if I see you outside, I'm going to do I'm thinking to myself, boy, that's right. funny. You're the loving left. You're right. the all-inclusive well, the left. The only way we right? ever know who it is is by the phone number that came up on the caller ID, <laughs> that's not because they left their name. Yeah. Oh, they, that's they right. They did an email and say, hi, yeah. this is Joe Smith, right. and I'd like to talk to you about this. Yeah, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. No, it's all like, it's like almost like they, 
they know that if I call for 18 seconds, nobody can trace the call. Like, <laughs> you know, they got, I'm gonna hang up as soon as I have. To. Yeah, I'm gonna no. threaten them. But but it's funny because they'll they'll say all the time, "I'm gonna get your show off the air." Yeah, God God forbid you listen to a different opinion, right? right? God forbid you take a step back and call us and say, "Hey, I'd like to come on your show. I think the other way, but I think mm-hmm. we could discuss it out." No, it's I'm going to get you physically removed from the airways right. because I don't believe in what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. So so let's let's start preventing all the the entire population from hearing about certain you know Pakistani Muslim gangs right. that are grooming young women right. to basically be prostitutes and sex slaves yeah. let's not let anyone else know about it because god forbid we stand up and say that's wrong yeah. like like we got to know what's going on here because yep. we want to watch our own communities our own states our own countries we want to prevent this from happening. That's right. No, 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 no. You mm-hmm. might you might uh, put out misinformation. We're going to throw you in jail for 13 months. Are you kidding me? Yeah, take away the guns fo- first, people. Then they take away the free speech. If you don't believe us, it's happening. It's happened for years and decades and decades and decades. Um, and here it is again, London. Take away the guns, then yep. take away the free speech. Um, just tuning in, by the way, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys, Mike Hayflick in studio. We will talk a little bit about social security planning today. Uh, Mike is a certified social security claiming strategist and really we there's only uh, I think four now in the state, entire state of New York, you being yep. one of them, two other ones on your two team. Two on our team, sure. Yeah. Yep. So three out of the four are part of the financial guys team from here to uh, Long Island. We actually have yeah. a presence. Yeah. So, um, you know, when it comes to uh, retiring, you must think Social Security and you must make the right decisions. And we'll talk more about that throughout the show. Yeah. Uh, and really some success stories you've had, really so even great. lately. And, and I just want to mention, I mean, having that designation is like, you know, it's like having a degree that hangs on your wall and you're proud of it and all that it's not about that at all it's about how active are we yeah we're extremely active helping people throughout the year i mean if i do 30 to 40 seminars throughout you know really western new york rochester syracuse as far down as west palm beach in florida yeah naples florida I'm doing a lot of of speaking about these things, which then lends itself to answering a ton of questions. So I hear about lots of scenarios, whether you're an individual, married couple, divorced, widowed, you might be a dependent child who gets Social Security benefits. You might even be an elderly person who gets Social Security benefits as a dependent of your own son or daughter. There are so many stakeholders. So the point isn't that we are certified. We have certified Social Security claiming strategist designations. It's yeah. that we help a lot of people. And so there I, isn't um, a scenario that has not probably been thrown at you. Yes. Really, truly, there's so many hold, that we can talk about. Hold that thought. We'll come back. We'll talk more about that. Uh, need us throughout the week, folks. Six three three one five one five. This is the place where money meets politics. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, financial guys. Follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. And uh, like us on Facebook. A lot of stuff we talk about, we post to our Facebook page. So like us on Facebook. We'll be back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Don't turn the dial. All righty. Welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, financial guys. Mike Hayflick, certified social security claiming strategist in studio with us. This is the place where money meets politics. For those of you that tune in each and every week, you know we have a ton of fun with this show. But Monday through Friday, we manage money. Uh, 633-1515 if you'd like to pop into our office. And we do work as a team, and I can't tell you how important that is. You know, I think, we, we, I think we're one of uh, – we're the only firm that I know of. I'm not saying there's not other firms that do this, but we're the only firm that I know of 
that um, has a certified social security claiming strategist in-house. We're the only firm that I know that couples that with a college planning, a certified college planning expert. We're the only firm I know that has the next office over uh, three certified Medicare experts, Mm -hmm. uh, followed by a benefits consultant. Uh, We're the only firm I know that the next office is a certified divorce financial analyst, and the office next to that is a wealth slash uh, a wealth advisor slash attorney, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, you know, we're the only firm next to that that I know has a veterans department <laughs> right, that right. can help folks. By the way, if you serve during a time of war, um, you qualify for different estate planning benefits, whether it was a Vietnam War, Desert Storm. You need to know that. You need to call Jay Blanchard and our team. Uh, the next office is uh, Shield 457, where we actually manage money specifically for police officers, firefighters. The cool thing is, is we all work together, and you have all these different departments. 401k department, we have an expert in 401k planning. So um, we work as a team, and we're we're independent. Uh, we work with, you know, some of the biggest financial toolboxes in the world. But most importantly, we do work as a team. If you want to interview us when it comes to retirement planning and you're and putting together a plan, six three three one five one five. Beginning of the show, we talked a little bit about Obamacare. It is falling apart now in the state of California, and uh, that you can have a surgery, you can keep your doctor, but uh, we're limiting the surgeries now. So if you have too many surgeries, you're out. And if the hospital has too many surgeries, it's out. Mm-hmm. So Obamacare is working there, but only part-time. <laughs> exactly. And if it starts with too many surgeries, we, we were saying, you know, now it's going to be, well, in a heart surgery, let's try to keep it at two hours. <laughs> you know, two-hour two maximum time frame, right? I, you We've got to use our resources wisely. He's uh, This guy's up against the clock. i got to go. Um, maybe you could just, you know what, can we just send him home with his own sewing kit so he can sew him back yeah. up? Sew oh, himself yeah. back well, up. But, 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 doctor, we've only got two out of the four bypasses <laughs> completed. Eh. Uh, sorry, eh. I don't know what to tell you. He'll, he'll be half as good as he would have been if I could have done the whole surgery. Obama didn't lie to you. You got your doctor. We just, you got your doctor. We just can't have you full time. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll it find this instructional video on YouTube of how it, to sew yourself back up. Extremely helpful. Extremely helpful. Extremely, extremely helpful. <laughs> don't take don't take too much of the anesthesia. Uh, you, you you won't be able to, you you won't be. <laughs> you know what? It gets in a fact, foggy. in fact, we're out of time. I'm not even going to be able to write you a prescription. This one. One's gonna hurt. This one's gonna hurt a lot. <laughs> uh, we talked a little bit about Tommy Robinson, Brutal. sentenced to 13 months in jail. So absolutely no free speech now in no. London, and, and a, a British activist, uh, Tommy Robinson, recovering a trial of a Muslim gang who is drugging and raping and uh, enslaving uh, young girls. And uh, apparently that's not okay to cover the trial outside of the courthouse. So sure. they threw him in jail for 13 months. There's free speech if the government approves of it. Yes, yes. So and that's, would just added a little condition. So with those of you who say, oh, we, the Second Amendment needs to be changed, take away the guns. Well, this is what happens. You take away the guns and then you, know, you lose your freedom of speech next. And this and, is what happens. It creeps. It just yeah. kind of slowly creeps oh, yeah. out. Like if nothing's done Socialism's about Socialism is like a cancer. It just right. slowly oh, yeah. eats yeah. away and eats away and eats away. And before you know it, you're like, oh. Yep. What happened? Like, well, what, what happened, happened to my freedom? And they're what saying I, that in Europe now. Yeah, absolutely. The, they are. the rampant immigration. Not, not worried is. about borders, open yeah. borders. It's yeah. one world. It's, yeah. not, it's not countries. There's yeah. no designations anymore. Just yeah. help people. Let everyone wander. Yeah. Well, uh, well, definitely before the end of the show, too, I want to talk about Elizabeth Warren. She's uh, made some comments about Trump.
Trump and you know North Korea and uh, and he is winning by the way in North Korea and he impresses me more every single day Donald oh, yeah. you know the left wing has been trying to witch hunt him forever he doesn't let it bother him he just continues matter. to plow forward and he's winning now in North Korea and he's been winning some of these trade deals I know you know the tough part about trade is that you know we all know that we're we're getting hurt when it comes to trade deals whoever negotiated mm-hmm. our trade deals throughout the years i look at some of these deals and think was it like a fifth grader that did this or how does that work like how do you say to china okay yeah, no problem. We'll sell a car over there. You charge us twenty percent. You come on over here and sell one. We'll only charge you two and a half. I mean, how does that? Who? Who are you? What side are you on I to know. negotiate that deal? To, right. To let that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's almost like. We're trying to hurt ourselves if we yeah. prove that. Like, yeah, and the tough part is the stock market's always going to react to this, right? And I, on a short-term daily basis, they're going to mm-hmm. say, "Oh no, trade war." And I get it. And I and I think you definitely have to massage these deals. I think a lot of us who you know were, I guess, in the, you'd say a Trump supporter said, "Yeah, I get that. I understand that. You know that the trade deals are, are they need to be fixed. When do you do that? When's the timing of all that?" Um, he seems to be doing the right thing so far. Far when it comes to trade deals, he continues to push forward mm-hmm. to try to get better deals for the U.S. And that's the key. And by the way, I don't care whether you're uh, you consider yourself a Democrat, Republican, conservative. Come on, I mean, you you know that we sell a car to China and they're charging us twenty percent. They sell a car here, we're only charging two and a half. That's crummy. That's crummy. Right. Our, our, you know, the UAW is an example. They've mm-hmm. been primarily Democrat for years. Hillary Clinton, right. Bill. But you know, you're you're the ones getting hurt. You These are. deals are going to help you if we can get a better deal overseas. And China has already said, look it, we're willing to work with you. Now they got to come through with it. We've got to make it Absolutely. happen. you got to sign the paperwork. Yeah, you don't go into business thinking, you know what, I'm going to immediately start losing money each week. I'm going to yeah. start losing money each yeah. month. Yeah. That's what we're doing, basically, <laughs> by not having fair trade agreements. We're, we're saying we're going to enter into agreement, and we know we're going to come out on the losing end. Yeah. Trump is finally saying, uh-uh, yeah. it ain't going to happen. We're going to put America first. Doesn't yeah. mean we have to squash every other country and every other initiative they have. Right. But we're going to be fair about this. Yes. You can win, we can win. That's right. But we're not going to lose anymore. Yeah, yep, that's right. Uh, News Radio 930, WBEN, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, Mike Hayflick, Certified Social Security Claiming Strategist in the studio. Need us throughout the week, folks. 633-1515. If you think like us, you want to interview our team of professionals. Uh, Mike, you We've had a lot of your certified Social Security claiming strategist. When you think about retirement, you must think Social Security. Absolutely. It really is a baseline. And it's funny because our investment planning software in the office, so if you've been instrumental with your background in education throughout the years in helping us build that out, mm-hmm. but the first line when it when you build the color chart in sure. is Social Security. It is. It's yeah, and we um you know the software is so integral in getting a big picture view. You can get a depiction of how will your retirement look like? What will it look like? Is it a viable looking retirement? Um, what what part of Social Security will be that cornerstone to your income? Uh, I encounter so many instances too where people just have no idea that they may have qualified for benefits. So I could give a quick example. Um, in the cases of divorce, um, you, you know, you, I always joke about this and say, you listen, to find out if you have you know, benefits coming from Social Security based on your ex's record, you don't have to call them. You don't have to schedule a, a lunch at Applebee's and sit at different <laughs> booths and say, you know, I didn't want to do this, but I needed to talk to you. You don't have to do that. You just have to have a proof of marriage, proof that you were divorced, and Social Security will then 
give you the information to see if you can get a benefit off of your divorced spouse's record. Wow. Now, there are some criteria. If you um, remained unmarried um, all the way up to age, um, let's see, um, you could do this at age 62, first of all. You have to still have been unmarried, and you had to have been married for at least 10 years. Wow. So if you qualify, and that, that could have happened 20, 30 years ago, you could still get benefits off of an ex's record. And let's face it, sometimes people have a higher earnings record than another. One stays home to raise children. Sure. One decides to work part-time. That could really help. And I've seen so many cases where divorced individuals think there's just no other way to make some income. And then they end up saying, holy cow, I never knew I could get a benefit off of my ex's record of, yeah. all, of all people. Well, and it's funny because I see these people sometimes come into your office and they'll leave and go, I, I just, I left thousands of dollars on the table. Right. 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 And I've, this all blends though. You've got to know, am I still inclined to want to work because there might be income earnings limits? Um, do I have other resources available to me before I take maybe a reduced benefit as early as age 62? Um, there, it's a bigger picture. It's not just doing a numeric analysis. And that's why I always joke and say, a lot of financial advisors out there, as soon as they are asked a question about Social Security, as we might like, we love numbers, right? We love numeric analyses. They're going to go to those break-even analyses. Yeah, right. Those are easy. I yeah. could do that with people within 18 seconds. Does it really help them to know that there's break-even points of how much money will come out of a system? It doesn't help. What helps is to know what are you trying to accomplish in your life? Who are the important people in your life? Do you have other sources of income? Then we can really break it down and hopefully make the most informed Social Security claiming decision. Right. So, my goodness, if you're out there and you're wondering, you maybe have, um, you might have a very traditional, um, I guess, past, you know, married, still married, uh, one spouse still working, maybe you are not. Um, there's all sorts of ways we can look at your own benefits and how you can complement each other's benefits in retirement. Yeah, we'll talk more about this as the show progresses. But if you're in the retirement planning phase, you're in that 58 to 60-something mm -hmm. window, sure. and you haven't selected Social Security yet. Obviously, in your 50s, you haven't done it. Mm -hmm. But you should definitely be walking through the planning process using investment planning software, which we do, sure. to be able to look at the overall picture. I can't tell you how important that is. We'll talk more yeah. about that here on News Radio 9. 30 WBEN. Uh, need us throughout the week, folks. If you'd like a free consultation, if you'd like to walk through that homework process and then go through the software, 633 633-1515. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. And, of course, uh, like us on Facebook. And if you have specific financial questions, you can always go to thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E, thefinancialguys.com. And, uh, um, you know, we'll do our best to try to get back to you with uh, the right answer or at least point you in the right direction. Again, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, don't turn a dial. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick, Certified Social Security Claiming Strategist in studio with us here. Uh, we'll be back. All right, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick, Certified Social Security Claiming Strategist in with us. <clears throat> One of only four in the entire state. If you're thinking about retiring, you must think Social Security. And uh, use our team as a resource. Uh, Medicare planning, if you are turning 65 
we have a one-stop shop called Medicare Made Easy, and uh, I assure you it does not cost you a penny more. Whether you drive around town and interview all the insurance companies yourself or you pop in and interview our team, it is a one-stop shop, Medicare Made Easy. Use them as a resource. It is a complimentary consultation, 633-1515. So Jay Blanchard, right? we got to remind everyone again, Jay Blanchard on his ride for widows. Um, raising money for the widows of veterans. Yeah. Awesome. Unreal. Awesome cause. Rideforwidows.com, Ride right, to donate some anything, anything you can, a dollar, $5, you know, whatever you can donate. Yeah. Riding his bike 4,200 miles, not a motorcycle. No. Not an automobile. It's incredible. Not a helicopter. <laughs> 25 days. I know. 25 days. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Jay Jay has always been an advocate of veterans um, and now actually a bigger advocate for the widows of these veterans. Yeah. Fabulous. Debbie Mariacher popping in to help us out with some uh, coffee. coffee. Love it. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you, Debbie. <laughs> oh, you're the best. <laughs> you rock. Uh, so, yeah, you know, um, uh, uh, incredible what, what Jay is doing. Jay Blanchard, business partner of ours, riding mm-hmm. 4,200 miles on a bicycle, three-week adventure to raise money for widows, uh, military widows, and I can't think of a better cause. Yeah, right? States. And as, as Jay has said time and time again, it is uh, not a handout. It's a hand up for these folks. Yep. We always, uh, you know, we have Memorial Day last weekend. We mm-hmm. remember the fall and we remember the sacrifice they've done for us, but we don't oftentimes think of the spouse or the children and what right. they go through. Yeah, and, and how, how many, as Jay just was so eloquent and in, in, in how he, I mean, very emotional too. I was listening last week from home and I literally was almost getting choked up listening yeah. to some of the stories, listening to Jay and his passion for this. Yeah. And um, what I liked how Jay described it was, you know, the widows or, well, actually, you know, the, the spouses or the children of these veterans would certainly not just say, sure, dad, sure, mom, go on, go on off to yeah. to go off yeah. to battle. You That's know, right. You might be gone. You six might not make it back. No. You might, no, go ahead. We, yeah. We're okay with this. Like, yeah. they're not volunteering. They're, 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 dads or right. moms so to raise money for these folks that are then surviving spouses surviving children of these uh these heroes it's just incredible i feel like you can't do enough no you really you know, can't there's really like no, no. limit there is no financial thing you could do but it, yeah. at least it's a start gets a lot of them back on their feet you know and... what the money that does though it, it actually provides experiences though. that's right experiences that's right. to continue to commemorate their loved one it, it helps them to then go out and reach out to others um, the guest that was on, gosh, I wish I, Erin, I think yeah. her name was, she just had some great stories. And, and I loved how she said, one of the best things you can do when you're really down and you're really depressed and emotional is just go help someone. Yeah. You get up and help somebody. It, it like cheers you up. Mm-hmm. It's almost selfish yep. to do it. But yeah. It, I mean, you're helping someone. It, yeah. it brings you back. Yeah. It brings you back to like, I understand. I get yeah. it. I yep. know why I'm here. Yep. So great, great oh, cause. Rideforwidows.com. Yeah. Jay Blanchard, our own Jay Blanchard, who helps vets all year long, um, specifically in law enforcement. Um, he is riding 10 states from Oregon to Virginia through 10 states, 25 days, 4,200 miles on a bicycle. Yeah. So incredible. So if you can donate anything. Rideforwidows.com. You can even track Jay's progress, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Speaking, by the way, of uh, supporting our police officers and our firefighters, there has been nobody that has supported 
the you folks more than the financial guys. I will say though, I'm a little aggravated. I actually I got a ticket last week. I'm coming back oh, from. Yeah. Not, I'm not aggravated. I got a ticket. That's that's the job of the police officer, and I understand that. I just have a real problem with how we use these folks and the resources. And, and you know, so I'm coming back from Chautauqua Lake. Right. I've got my camper. I've got the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dunkirk Dunkirk Fredonia exit. I'm getting on now. My camper's wide. You know. Sure. So I we just stopped. Before getting back on the throughway to get a little fuel and to run in and grab some waters. And I did not put my seatbelt on specifically because as I go through the toll booth, I do not have easy pass. And I, I got mirrors on the side. I grab the ticket. But I always wear my seatbelt. Right. There is, they have a state trooper standing there. At the ticket booth. <laughs> so they pull me over and give me a ticket for not having my seatbelt on. Now, I get it, right? It wasn't the trooper's fault. That's his job. And, and, and again, I support these men and women more than anybody, but that is a ridiculous use of taxpayer dollars. That's an entrapment, I think. I mean, how many people, our mother-in-law said the same thing. By the way, for yeah. those who don't know, Mike and I are brother-in-laws, but she says, yeah, I always take my seatbelt off because I can't reach to get a ticket. Right. right? So you're going to sit a true. He wasn't in a car. He was standing there. Standing. I thought, I'm waiting, going, oh, I thought he was walking across. I'm like, oh, come on. Sure. And he comes over the car. He says, can you pull over? I thought, are you kidding me? There is somebody selling heroin to a 12-year-old right now, probably mm-hmm. within a 15-mile radius of you standing here waiting to give me a no ticket. Doubt. At this toll booth, where I have to take my seatbelt off because I can't reach the ticket, or, I mean, or there's at least at least you can say there's probably someone going 88 miles per hour, yeah. like about a mile down the road, because <laughs> right. they've left this toll area and they're probably right. like you know. So couldn't you get them? Right. That that is that is absolutely ridiculous. The, the police money grab. It's it a is money grab. a money. Gra- it's ridiculous money grab. And I don't know who. I I don't claim to know. I don't know if they. You hear all these stories. These troopers have quotas to make. I don't know how true that is or anything like that. I just can't. I think of the resources we're spending, right? right? This trooper could have been out somewhere else Mm -hmm. going after somebody robbing a house, Mm -hmm. robbing a a car, uh, selling drugs to somebody. Instead, they have them standing in front of the toll booth to give me a ticket because I don't have my seatbelt on when I can't reach the ticket counter to pay another, by the way, to pay another piece of garbage toll for the most ridiculous states in the country. It's just, it's... You should have blew through the toll booth, I guess, right? And not paid, not paid, not gotten the ticket. Yeah, know. well, he was not in his car, so would have would have taken him even. <laughs> Catch me, but but still, like, I, and I get it, right? Because I, I, you know, we have a we have a division that just manages money for police officers. Nobody has your back more than us. But that is a ridiculous waste of my tax money. Absolutely ridiculous waste. Yeah. An entrapment is what it is. Uh, just tuning in, Michael Lomas, Club Legal Financial Guys, Mike Hayflick, certified Social Security claiming strategist in the studio with us, and uh, we were talking a little bit of. Social Security. We'll talk yep. some money here. This is the place where money meets politics. Maybe we'll get to your phone calls. Maybe we won't. Uh, I like when we have a guest on like Mike. Sometimes we get the phone calls. And we really don't get the chance to talk about things like right. Social Security. And I do want to talk mm-hmm. about some of our software that we use in, with the financial guys. You've been instrumental at mm-hmm. that. A lot of people don't realize your background. You you did some work with National Fuel Gas, a pensions yeah. department, 401k plans, helping sure. with that. But then you went back uh, to get a degree in education. We're a teacher. And 
as you've always said, I never stopped teaching. Yeah. I, I we've you know it's just different. We're I've teaching. A lot. Money I'm now. only 28, and I have a lot, of, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of careers. Whenever you do this, I start to think, man, what am I? 88 years old. Mm-mm. But no, I, I I do feel like the the things that I've done have really lent itself to this kind of job now. This yeah. type of work, right. this passion I have now, and it really does largely come around education because. It's about empowering people. Yeah. It's not about telling anyone what to do. It's not right. about, as, as we joke, you know, if any advisory firm says, just trust me, trust yeah. me. I'm going to invest <laughs> your money like like I invest yeah. my own. Oh, that's the Run. worst. Run, that's Run the out worst. of their offices. Yeah, I've got this. Okay, well, great. This. Well, yeah, you, yeah. you may also have heart surgery. You might also need heart surgery. I don't need that. I know. Um, let's take a quick break. We come back. We'll talk more about uh, Social Security planning and the place where money meets politics, folks. So we'll... Uh, We'll make sure we mix it all together, and we will talk a little bit of money in the second hour. Uh, Mike Lomas, Glen Wiggle Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick, Certified Social Security Claiming Strategist in studio with us. 633-1515 if you need us throughout the week. Again, 633-1515. We'll be back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. The whole idea about going to electrical automobiles and trucks is to reduce carbon uh, dioxide and the other emissions into the atmosphere. Recently, there was a news out of Japan that they are spending, I don't know how many billions of dollars to improve their hydrogen distribution uh, services. The rest of the world is moving forward and you guys are stuck in the mud. Well, let me ask you this, David. Which electric car are you driving? I'm a poor man. I can't afford it. It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local investment professionals Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. We are the financial guys with you each and every Saturday, 1 to 3. This is the place where money meets politics. Mike Hayflick, certified Social Security claiming strategist in studio for Mr. Wiggle taking a well-deserved uh, weekend off here. And uh, he's, he's an old man. He's got a daughter graduating <laughs> from high school now. Hard uh, to believe, by the way. I mean, Glenn and I, we started our firm. We left a company called Payne Weber at the time and started our own firm. And we were pretty young at the time, and uh, which was which was all great, all well and good. But we left, and then Glenn said, oh, by the way, uh, I'm going to be a dad. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Just another layer of pressure. <laughs> is that changing, but, is that but, changing our plan? Um, it, 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 and I think, you know, at, you hear this time and time again, right? Like, oh, where does the time go? Where does the time go? It really does fly. It's really oh, amazing to think that Glenn's now got a daughter graduating, and I think like mm-hmm. two seconds ago, like she was in diapers, yeah. and now she's yeah. graduating and going on to college. So really amazing. And I tell you this, you know, when it comes to 
of time and doing things, I, 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 I'm a big believer that you've got to grab the energy and what you're thinking about today and you do it. Whether it's investment planning, you know, and getting your arms around all that stuff. Yeah, sure. You do it today. You don't wait till tomorrow. Um, and, and you can, by the way, mix in investment planning and social security planning and all this stuff with fun, too. Absolutely. We say it all the time. You say it with social security. You say, you know, I hate I, – I, that's a mean <laughs> word. I, I don't like – these social these social security knockoff folks mm-hmm. that go well how long are you going to live oh you're going to live yeah. to be well your life expectancy is 94 that's ridiculous it's about how do you want to live what's your lifestyle you know yeah. at some point the good lord is going to take every single one of us sure. the time that he grants us here how do you want to play ball sure. <laughs> and that's how you pick your social security Absolutely. you don't say well uh, the, um well a mortality table says that you should you know sure. that's ridiculous sure and you you know it's often about protecting each other right if you're married couple um, sometimes it's not so much about I want that income as early as age 62, not not including, like, say, the Social Security disability cases. Yeah. God love anybody who had to do that. Obviously, they have given you know their, their, their money back and not taken the benefit until normal 62, as early as 62. Yeah. Um, if they could choose, they'd rather have their good health. But, yeah, a lot of times it's about if I take my benefit, is that going to limit how much I can work and make without yeah. forfeitures of that Social Security benefit? Right. Do I have adequate life insurance in case anything happens to me? Is there an adequate life insurance value that my spouse will be left with? Or is it better if I delay my Social Security because my surviving spouse will get the biggest benefit that is left in the household? So if you have two benefits, let's say there's a benefit of $1,200 and a benefit of $2,000. Both people reach the ripe age of, say, 82. The $1,200 benefit goes away. Wow. The $2,000 benefit stays. Right, right. Right. So if you can protect your spouse in your absence, that might be the one of the easiest and best ways to do it. It's not just about, boy, I've got to live to be 78 years old, and that's the break-even point, and then I won this game of Social Security claiming. It's yeah. not a game. Do it in a way that is a comprehensive look at everything about you. It helps then to also drive some of your decisions about retiring. It, it, it helps to understand, do I have to work part-time in retirement? It helps to even make, make those in, uh, investment decisions. Yeah. How, how aggressive do I need to be? How aggressive or conservative might I choose to be? So based on need, your attitude about those benefits, we can really increase, as you say, Mike, the probabilities of your success in retirement. Yeah. There's no guarantees. But if we can really put a good plan together, I always joke with people and say, please, when you leave my office, don't obsess over this stuff. Go and enjoy the sunny day. Go and enjoy your go go and enjoy each other. Enjoy your families. Go live. Yeah. Don't obsess over the choices. Let's just do the best we can. And then off you go. Well, you know, before uh, there was a scenario maybe two or three weeks ago, and I don't remember the scenario, but I remember you leaving the office Mm -hmm. being really excited. Somebody left like $18,000 a year, something like that on the table, right? And by the time they left, you were like, boy, if you just did da, 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 here's, and and they were like, you're kidding me. Mike, I still (laughs) have not even clients, prospective clients that I've called, and I won't name names or even the professions, but. I've got clients or prospective clients that I've said, do you realize that you're leaving literally hundreds, thousands of dollars over the next several years in the system? There's something called the use of a restricted application. And this is something that was grandfathered in for people that were born January 1st, 1954. That's 1954 or earlier. Now, this is something that you cannot 
use until you reach full retirement age. And for those folks, it would be age 66. So you might be out there right now, age 64 and three months old, and in about a year and nine months, you might be able to take advantage of the use of what's called the restricted application. What it allows you to do is benefit from someone else's record. Now you could benefit off of your existing spouse's record. You can benefit off of a divorced spouse's record. Hmm. If you haven't claimed your benefit yet, 1-1-1954 or earlier, and you can maybe take make use of this. What does it mean? It means you can go claim half of that other spouse's benefit, whatever their benefit was at full retirement age, you can claim half of it and allow your own benefit to grow as long as age 70. Hmm. It's an amazing, amazing thing that some people are grandfathered into. Now, remember back in, uh, it was like October of 2015, middle of the night, you know, Congress changed some of those rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. File and suspend, use of restricted applications. Yeah. The thing about it is open people, and transparent at three oh, o'clock so in the morning. Open and transparent. It was, you know, <laughs> in, in back in 2000, it was it was Bill Clinton. He said, uh, and Congress at the time said, yeah. "We've got to help the baby boomers. We've got to give them a better chance, a fighting chance, a fighting he said, chance yeah. at, at at making them themselves have a good retirement." 2015, it's abusive. It's manipulative. Yeah. It's the one percenters that are are abusing this this privilege. Right. They they completely dismantled it. But some people were grandfathered in yeah. to this special, special so thing. If you didn't pick Social Security, haven't selected it, and you were born before 1 9 1954, that's a no brainer to at least go through this to try to figure out you know, what strategy. Because no you qualify for things that about people it. on 110. 1954 don't qualify for. <laughs> no, no. In fact, sometimes it's very heartbreaking because people who could actually do it and would choose to do this strategy, they might be literally weeks away from being able to because they were born further into 1954 or, or, or later. Yeah. Um, the really neat thing about this is we don't have to make decisions in my office that the, the moment you realize you have this choice, we can use the software and do the what if game. What if you were to take half of your spouse's or former spouse's benefit yeah. and let yours grow? What will it look like? We can depict for people what it looks like and give you a clear representation of this is either viable or really doesn't look viable. Yeah. Yeah, well, let me have one more thing to hear about. By the way, just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, News Radio 930 WBEN, certified Social Security claiming strategist Mike Hayflick in the studio with us. And we are talking a little bit of money today. You know, unfortunate story earlier in the week about the TOPS pensions. Some of these folks have worked for years. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they're readjusting the pensions, and that's brutal. Really it's really brutal, brutal that, that they, you know, they've got to go through this. Uh, I can't stress enough to go through a proper plan, I don't care where you are in the process, mm -hmm. and play, as you just said, the what-if game, which is what if your pension does get changed? Yes. Because these pensions were estimated to earn certain rates of return that they haven't earned, mm -hmm. and that's why they're readjusting them. And, you know, boy, if you don't know your options with Social Security, you don't, you haven't filled or figured out what your retirement mm -hmm. gap is, you know, what's the difference between Social Security and a pension, and what happens if this pension does get reduced by 25%, you're, you're, you're really doing yourself a big injustice. Absolutely. A lot of people we meet with already would admit that they've undersaved or underinvested. Mm -hmm. And um, that's even more important if you've done that and you then have a pension either re reduced, uh, taken away, 
God forbid, we've yeah. seen widows getting widows' pensions that have been reduced. Yeah, and I don't mean, and don't kid yourself. You know, we go through the homework process. Probably the most important part of our homework process is understanding your expenses. And people mm-hmm. say, "Why do you need to know that?" I I want you to invest my money. Well, sure. yeah, but everything you do, retirement is very simple. It means I'm not going to work anymore, and I can still pay my bills. Absolutely. And if we don't know the bills, how do you put together a proper plan? So so important. And I'll tell you this: I think there's a big misconception out there that people say, "Well, I'm going to spend less in retirement." Well. You know, one of the things you have in retirement, at least in the few, first bunch of years, mm-hmm. hopefully, is your health. But hopefully, you have more time on your hands, Absolutely. right? I mean, and time costs money. Whether that's, hey, I'm just going to go up to Tim Hortons at you know noon because no I can, or I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna drive out to the country. Well, guess what? You know, instead of driving to work and leaving your car there, driving out to the country might cost you another Absolutely. thirty bucks in fuel. Yeah, so, there's no question. Yeah. yeah, and we we're not budgeters, right? We we always joke mm-hmm. if you if you want to burn a hundred dollar bill at your your campfire every Friday night. Just let us know about that. We want to put that extra hundred a week yeah. into not, your budget. Not going to say it's not weird. But it's pretty weird. How, but. how do you do it in retirement? Right. <laughs> we just want to make sure that 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 is going to to be uh, possible for you. Yeah. Um, we, we have clients who spend about fifteen hundred a month. Um, on their bills and, and, and entertainment and travel, yeah. and they are happy as can be. We yeah. have also clients Social Security are, pays for it. It gets uh, yeah. enough and, and maybe a pension. One Social Security payment covers everything. Yeah. We, also, we have 7500 a month, yeah. $9,000 a month, right? and that's okay, too. Yeah. It's just a matter of knowing, planning it out, knowing where your income sources are going to come from. And it's a very different feeling when you're harvesting from your wealth yep. than when you're accumulating all that wealth. Yep. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is the place where money meets politics. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick, Certified Social Security Claiming Strategist in studio with us. And we are talking a little bit of money today. Maybe we'll get to the phone lines. I uh, did want to have a little bit of a catch-up show and be able to have the opportunity to talk with Mike about Social Security planning. Uh, but in money, the place where money meets politics, if you think like us, us folks, you want to interview our team, 633-1515, whether it's 401k planning, uh, social security planning, college planning, estate planning. We have a uh, an in-house attorney that can do wills and healthcare proxies and and uh, and educate you on trust accounts and things like that. Um, you know, divorce department. If you're unfortunately getting a divorce, Ron Reinstein, certified financial divorce analyst. Call Ron. I'm telling you before you call the attorney so you can get your numbers right. And, but, and, and when we say we have a collaborative team, we really mean it. Yes. We do. We we collaborate. Often complimentary consultations. If you're going to be charged something, we're yeah. going to tell you ahead of time. That's right. If Tom Canavo can meet with you, though, and just give you a game plan, it's complimentary. If you then want to use the services, you work up the deal with Tom. Yeah. Um, so such a great team. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Financial Guys. Uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Do not turn the dial. We'll be back. Alrighty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. In studio, Mike Hayflick, Certified Social Security Claiming Strategist. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear a bunch from Mike this summer. I know you and Jeff Absolutely. Boron fill in quite a bit. Hopefully yeah, we'll yeah. get uh, Russ Thompson and uh, Carol Palladino and David DiPietro on throughout the summer. Uh, not that we don't love doing this show, but after 18 years, it is nice <laughs> once in a while to take a Saturday off. It is funny how you realize after doing a show every Saturday for for uh, 17, 18 years, you realize how much stuff actually happens on the weekends. You know, most no of most of the world really does operate, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday. 
and uh, and you know it is it's been a little bit of a sacrifice <laughs> because you know I'm not going camping on Friday night. I got to say I got the show, but uh, we love doing it, and it's been a huge blessing here uh, being a part of News Radio 930 WBN for as long as we have. Talking about yeah. you know time flying by, it's really crazy. To think that, you know, and Glenn and I always joke, we measure our lives in Saturdays. It feels like, like, wow, the weekend, the week just went by like crazy. Right. We love what we do. I love being I in the know. office. And, uh, and it's just, and, and then all of a sudden it's Saturday again. We're like, wow, we're back in the studio. Emailing <laughs> each other at 3 a.m. Uh, yes. I know that if I'm not doing the radio show or, you know, just being a guest, um, I'm usually listening. Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> so, always, and the I, the, I the group is it. always sharing uh, emails at three in the morning and saying, "Does that, does anybody sleep?" Like, nah, <laughs> just emailing each other. Uh, this is the place where money meets politics, folks. You want to interview our team? Six three three one five one five. Pop in for a free consultation if it's retirement planning, estate planning. We have a Medicare division, and I can't stress this enough. People say, uh, "Boy, why did, how did you get into the insurance side of that that business?" And I and I, I'll laugh and say, "Well, if you would have told me twenty years ago." We we would have a division that, that focused on health insurance and Medicare, and we've got a benefits division with April sure. Hartloff, and uh, I'd say you're nuts, but it is a huge concern now. Uh, and the cost of insurance, and it, by the way, it is one of the things that the Trump administration really has to get their stuff together with. I right. mean, he he ran on the platform of, and now he's 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 been fulfilling his promises one by one. Mm-hmm. One of those promises has to be insurance companies allowing them to do business across state lines. I right. mean, sometimes you can't even do business outside of your own county. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to mm-hmm. buy this health insurance plan in this county. Right. What if the one in in Weehawk in New Jersey is better? Well, you can't do that. Right. Well, that's ridiculous, right? And then tort reform, where you know, not to mention any names, but we have attorneys setting up shop right across the street from a hospital. That's a bunch of garbage, mm-hmm. you know. They're uh, they're they're uh, they're they're duck hunting is right. what they're doing, and it's, it's a bunch of garbage. Yeah, it's not enough to repeal. It's not enough to complain about things. It's, he, and he is a fixer, though. I mean, he yeah. fixes things. He makes things work. He he's a problem solver. I yeah. always envision Donald Trump waking up probably like three three thirty in the morning, looking at this huge whiteboard. Of, of all the different things he said he would do, he, yeah. the promises he made, and he just says, oh, let's see here, you know, unfair trade with China? I think I need to tackle that yeah. today. Yeah. I think he's a doer. He's going to keep doing what he's doing. Big big tax cut, though, would be health care reform. You know, you look Absolutely. at the cost of it, and I know our plan yep. is 1300 a month, I think, and, yep. and I have to spend the first six grand before it even counts. I know, it's, right. It's right. really crazy. And you talk about, boy, if you could cut that in half, that would be a stimulus to the economy in and of itself. Sure. So yeah. people understand, too. I, I think this this is how it works. It, it, let's say that you, you stop working at age 62. You might be able to get continued coverage through what's called COBRA through your you know former employer at that point. But you might also be able to go out there into to the plans, the local plans that are offered. Instead of you going to every single carrier and looking at every single big catalog of of the doctors available, the formularies for all the drug, the drugs that you might need, the prescription drugs, if you do need them. Instead of you doing that, you can have some of our specialists do all that legwork for you. Yeah. There's no out-of-pocket expense for you to do it. You simply have to call, get some time with them. They'll assess your situation and come up with what they think is the most reasonable plan for you. And there's no reason that they choose one plan over another. They they're kind of agnostic, I guess you might say. Yeah. They have no reason to think that one plan, one carrier is better than another. They're looking out for you. And and as we were talking about earlier in the show, expenses are a big deal in retirement, right? 
Once you get to Medicare age, it becomes a little more predictable. And then our folks can help even more. Yeah. They can take those Medicare supplemental plans that change every year. The provisions change. Sometimes there's new players in the game every year. They can actually look at those and help you make the right choices. So, yeah. my goodness, I, 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 it's very unlikely that I see people uh, for, for investment reviews and then they're not seeing one more of our team members. Yep. They're often going to talk to Brian, Alan, April, someone else, Carrie, about Medicare or health insurance. They might then go see Tom Canavo. They might talk to Jeff Boron, our college planning specialist. It is it is highly likely that people now come for multiple reasons to our offices. Yep. So what a great, fabulous team. Yeah. It's un- unbelievable, really, sometimes. Yes. And that's what people say. Like That's what we love about this place. We can come here for almost everything. Yep. And even during tax season, come and get our taxes prepared. That's right. Throughout the year, get support from whether it's in-house, whether it's our partners at EG Tax. Man, we, we can really do a lot. So yep. six three three fifteen fifteen. Uh Roseanne gone this week. Unreal. Oh, yeah. uh, but that was only a matter of time. You know, she she's come out and in support of Trump, yeah. which is a no no yeah. in Hollywood. You just right. can't do that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, so, you know, so it wasn't they're very loving. Much. It wasn't so, gonna take much. Too. Very loving and support. It was amazing to me is Whoopi Goldberg was walking around with a shirt with uh, uh the President Trump uh, committing suicide. You see that video? He's right. got a, she got a shirt. She got Wha- fired though, didn't she? Didn't yeah, she get right. Kicked off of the That's view? right. That's amazing oh, yeah, to not. me that you know that that the left is they are just so out of control. They are a cancer. They really are. You don't agree with them, they will grind you and grind you and witch hunt you yep. and get you kicked off. Okay. Yet the right is supposed to say, "Oh, Whoopi, that's just fine that you got a a T-shirt no, that's uh, just funny. With, with Trump committing suicide. Yeah. That's funny. That's You're just fine. joking. You're a comedian. You know? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay if people tune in and see that, especially children, of yeah. course, right? That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Di- they, they Disney can... comes out, uh, you know, gets rid of her. Give me a break. You know, yeah. why don't you go through the rest of your staff, Disney? I mean, you've had child molesters on your staff, oh, managing child shows, by the way. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like you know, oh wait, oh you're you're directing this child show and you've you're you're you know you're a convicted uh, right. child uh, sex offender give me a break right and let's yeah. let's i mean don't get us wrong it was definitely disgusting what roseanne said yeah totally inappropriate no matter i don't care if you're living in the 50s yeah. 60s it's it's also inappropriate for whippy goldberg to be wearing a shirt Absolutely. with with that you and know that's the point there's yeah. such hypocrisy it really is there's different a different yeah. set of rules yeah what we were saying earlier you're in a, if you're in a certain category mm-hmm. You're okay to do whatever you, you you want to do. Don't worry about it. But yep. if you do something and you're in the wrong category of people, look out. Yep. Um, you were uh, a former teacher, and I definitely want to talk a little bit. If I could just spend a segment or two on, and I want to turn the whole show on to, uh, um, you know, the schools and protecting the sure. schools, you know. But I definitely want to get your thoughts on, you know, being a teacher. You know, it was a little a, a young child this week that questioned uh, yeah. Sarah Huckabee, and of course yep. the left was like, you know, oh, she's, you know, she's never got a heart, all that stuff, blah blah no blah. No heart, and they just mock and they they yeah, mock but, physical appearances, they mock. Yeah, she's like just a parrot for the the. You know, for Trump and yeah. all that. Yeah, I want to play the video when we come back, yeah. and I want to get your thoughts. Being a, a, an ex-teacher, you know sure. what what we need to do. Uh, you know, de- definitely these these kids are nervous or scared. They hear mm-hmm. it in the mainstream media, but it did seem to me that we're actually really not doing anything. Right. It's the same old garbage. No. Uh, take away the guns, the things that you know won't do anything to actually protect our children. So hold that thought. We'll come yep. back. News Radio nine thirty WBN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. This is the place where money meets politics. If you think like us, you want to interview our team of professionals. 
professionals. Use us as a resource. Again, 633-1515. Like us on Facebook. A lot of the stuff we talk about we post to our Facebook page. And follow us on Twitter at FinGuys and our website, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E if you have any specific financial questions, uh, thefinancialguys.com. And again, don't forget the T-H-E. We'll be back. News Radio 930 WBN. All righty. Welcome back. News Radio 930 WBN, the place where money meets politics with you each and every Saturday, 1 to 3, here on News Radio 930 WBEN. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515. Use us as a resource, whether it's retirement planning, estate planning, uh, college planning, uh, divorce planning, Medicare planning. We have uh, professionals in place for each and certified folks in each area of expertise that can help you. And it is a free consultation if you'd like to pop into our office. Again, 633-1515. And like us on Facebook. I can't stress that enough. A lot of stuff we, we talk about, we post to our Facebook page. Our Facebook page, by the way, we did. We've never bought friends or anything like that. I know, um, you know, I know other folks do that. It's really been a group that, you know, we're reaching out to WBN and saying, hey, you know, you know, be a friend of ours, but we, we don't need to go out and buy friends in Montana, you know. No. Um, so, you know, like us on Facebook. There's a lot of stuff we talk about. We post to our Facebook page. Great material, by the way, to annoy your liberal friends, you know, and really <laughs> fire back at them. So, and then follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. Uh, I know uh, we've been uh, getting back and forth a little bit with uh, Mr. Polencars. He's defending the roads here in western New York. Sure. The Blaisdell uh, uh, parade didn't happen this year because of the roads. And he said, well, everybody knew that that was going to happen. <laughs> it was so funny on Twitter, back and forth. And then and then other folks, including some of the officials in Blaisdell, were like, yeah, but these roads have been broken for three, four <laughs> years. Three, yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not overnight. Yeah, my, by the way, my road still looks like garbage. So just I, so everybody I actually knows. had a client this week come in and said, you know, I had an unexpected expense. I said, oh, yeah, what was it? Well, it was my, my car, and it wasn't tires or brakes, you know, the typical. Yeah. Well, I actually broke a strut. Yeah. And I, she says, I never even knew what a strut was, yeah. but it was a darn pothole. I said, man, the thing must have been like a canyon. Yeah, sure. She said, Mike, I thought that I, I, I thought something hit me. Yeah. Something like ran into my car. Yeah. It was well, so loud when well, I went into this thing. The, the, I couldn't avoid it. The problem is they don't have, it is funny, Poland Cart saw this on WBN a few weeks ago. Well, you know, what do they want us to do, raise their taxes? Yeah, because we don't pay enough. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. There's, we, there's just simply not yeah. enough money to do the roads with record taxes. You know, no. the, the, no. the Erie County said, Sales tax, the state tax, uh, the right. the money you get from uh, you know the tolls, right. uh, the money you get from the federal government in yep. the form of a gasoline tax. Apparently, that's not enough to redo the roads every forty years here. No, no. that's what that's what it is. By the way, I'm out in Elmhurst, Aurora. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. The, they tell me out there that we have enough money in the budget to do the roads every forty years. And, Although and I, I did find out that the town of Alma bought a nice piece of equipment that they really didn't need for three hundred thousand bucks, sure. which could have done my road. But. I remember a year where I I sort of inquired. I wasn't even complaining. I'm not the complaining type. I just wanted to know. I wanted to yeah. know, like, when are you guys going to do this? And they said, well, we've got enough in the budget for about two miles yeah. of paving this year. Yeah, two. thinking to myself, my goodness, that's not even one length of some of those big country <laughs> roads out <laughs> right. in Alma. Right, East right. Aurora, you know, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, no. So that when you figure out, because you're out in near me too, Alma, East Aurora, border, when you're out there, when you figure out they have a two to two and a half miles worth of budget, I guess, set aside yeah, yeah, for it, yeah. that really equates to getting the roads done every 
40 years. Right. Unreal. Yeah. That is unreal yeah. with the record amount of taxes we pay. It's really unacceptable. Using but, resources a little more wisely. Yeah. Right. But Andrew Cuomo is going to walk right back in, so everything will be just oh, fine. Sure. Uh, before the break, we are talking yeah. a little bit about I wanted to get your opinion on you know the school, school safety. Sure. You know, I have been saying for a long time that – to me, there's a common theme with all these shooters. Mm-hmm. They tend to be loners. They tend to be bullied. Yep. Uh, and I've been saying that we need to do two things. Number one, protect the schools. And don't, you know, the liberal left with, oh, we got to take away the guns. You're not going to fix any of that by claiming to take away the guns. You'll take away guns out of good people's hands, and you'll right. make it more dangerous, just like you've done in Chicago. Absolutely. We definitely need to protect the schools, number one. And we need to, number two, have anti-bullying programs and not posters That's and right. not saying, oh, yeah, but this is what we do. Actually do it. That's not enough. Yeah, it's, it's not, not enough. enough. Not and, enough. Uh, one of the things that I always found, and, and I taught about 12 years or so, and um, lots of you know those years was fourth, fifth grade age kids. And I found that we often, I think, and, and just collectively as, as a school district, we would, we would take care of the, the needs as they arose. We weren't really preventative. And then what would happen is the really bright kids – the bright kids might be the more emotionally disturbed kids, but because they were bright, you often just sort of overlooked. Mm. You said, well, grades are good. Everything must be fine. Yeah. And if you weren't really keeping an eye on these kids and really listening to them, not, not talking at them, listening to them, you sometimes would then you know, forget or you, you would say, geez, everything's fine. His grades continue to be like just wonderful. If you didn't listen, though, to the things going on, you know, at home with classmates in the lunchrooms at recess time, you know, maybe never found out that boy, this kid really has some issues, mm, and that's, yeah. and and you can't avoid. Them. Yeah, just because little Billy's got a ninety nine average, right. that might come easy to him. Absolutely, it, it doesn't mean that he's not being bullied somewhere else. So or, we would always we'd focus too much on academics, which you do have to obviously, but the social, the social needs of children are often not met. And let's face it, when you're fourth, fifth grade, even second, third grade, you might be like just you're kind of trying to survive yourself. Mm-hmm. You're looking at yourself saying, boy, am I fitting in? You know, am I doing the right things? Does my teacher like me? Am I making friends? You're maybe not capable of going out and helping someone who's emotionally disturbed. Yeah. The teachers, the administrators, the nurses in schools, the psychologists, they have to step up and identify these kids and have a plan. Yeah. Go get them and pull them into your offices and say, is there anything wrong? Yeah. Anything and, at all? And these are hard things to talk about, right? They're hard issues. Yes. It, you know, the easy issues are, hey, let's go see if we can fund a new track, right? That's or right. Let, let's go see if we can paint the auditorium again in right. the school spirit of blue, right? Or whatever right. it is. But, you know, hey, why is little Billy sitting alone at the at the uh, cafeteria table, right. right? At the lunch table. And Mike, we've got to be more willing to be wrong. Yeah. We've got to be willing to pull someone into an office, pull parents in and say, listen, there've just been some behaviors, some things going on. And if you're wrong and people get offended, that's fine. Yeah. Right. You could be offended that we were actually trying to help someone. We were trying to prevent what could be a major, major catastrophe. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad we're wrong. I'm glad that it was just something quirky going on in his life, her life. Yeah. That's okay, but yeah. you've got to be willing to be wrong and attack these issues before they actually become these catastrophes. Yeah, now I've never been in the setting of a teacher, so I don't know that, but I do know that it seems to me that some of these systems are really bloated with administrators, as opposed, and the teachers might be, you know, you're focused as a teacher on going in and doing what you got to do Monday through Friday. What's frustrating to me is some of the administrators that seem to 
you know, maybe have the time to do some of this stuff, mm-hmm. but aren't willing to put their neck out right. and say enough is enough. You yeah, know, absolutely. hey, we do need a police officers on both sides of the of the you know of all sides of the school, no right? Doubt. We do need a police officer out in the parking lot. Right. You know, uh, we do need to make sure that these doors are protected. Yep. We do need to spend money on making sure that the left side of the building has a way to be capped off from the right side of the building, and we can block in somebody if they're going to do something no foolish. Doubt. No doubt. And I, I, I can actually plug my wife, who's also a teacher still. Um, my wife has always been an advocate for students, so it often created a lot more work for her. It, it often created a lot of tension, conflict, but it's always been about students, mm-hmm. not about the grades and the, the, you know, the implementation of some new plan. It's always been help students. And if it takes me an extra three, four hours to create reports to get a lot of people together to talk about the students, she's always done it. Yeah. So to her credit, if more people did that and didn't just take the easy road, you identify a troubled student, an at-risk student, you do something about it. Yeah. You don't. You don't just like turn yeah. turn your blind eye. Right. And then find out that something major, you know, terribly yeah. happened. Yeah. It's funny because it sounds to me, and I've been a big advocate of training and, and bullying, anti-bullying at four years old, five years old, six yeah. years old. That's the thing. But the same can be said for you know maybe some training with some of these teachers to say, look, at I know you're focused on trying to get little Billy the an A as opposed to a B plus. Right. right. But maybe we also got to focus on hey, you know, in is there more, something wrong socially with that yes, with in that a more board, intentional way yes not a reactive way in an intentional proactive way yeah uh, let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk more about this uh, i definitely want to play the video oh, from yeah, San, yeah. Uh, sarah yeah this Huckabee. was nice this was yeah. a, a neat uh you know just to get a better feel for what she's all about yeah absolutely she's she's been great and i hope she's in that position for a long long time i hope she doesn't go away because she's a a standout for no sure. doubt in in a in a town that oftentimes doesn't have many standouts mm-hmm. um let's take a quick break break here. If you need us throughout the week, folks, this is the place where money meets politics. We do have a lot of fun with this show, but Monday through Friday, we are managing money. If you need our help, use us as a resource. Pop into our office, walk through our homework process, 633-1515, and we've got some pretty comprehensive financial planning software that I think brings things together and makes things easy. This guy here, Mike Kaflick, certified Social Security claiming strategist with his background in education has been instrumental at making things that are difficult come together and make sense. So use our team as a resource. Again, 633-1515. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All righty, welcome back, News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. We are the financial guys here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Hayflick, certified Social Security claiming strategist in studio with us. And uh, uh, Mike, no stranger to the show, oftentimes a host here, along with uh, Jeff Boron. Usually you two are a team. Oh, yeah. Uh, a real quick plug before we play, uh, be- before the break, we were talking about uh, some of the schools, school shooting, protecting the schools. Sure. And uh, Mike Hayflick, in a previous life, a teacher. Mm-hmm. So great opportunity to pick your brain. Um, I just want to plug Jay Blanchard, Ride yes. for Widows. Uh, Jay Blanchard, our very own Jay Blanchard, is riding 4,200 miles, yes, 4,200 miles on a bicycle 
across the country to raise money for military widows. Rideforwidows.com. And if you can contribute anything, you know, 10 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it is, he is, it's going to be a three, it's a race. It's a bike race. I think his goal is maybe not to win the bike race, but to complete the bike race. Mm -hmm. And his goal is to do it within three weeks. And I will tell you that uh, Jay has sacrificed a lot. I mean, he's really spent months not only physically preparing for this, but also obviously in the office, making sure that the rest of us as a team can cover for him and monitor what he needs to do. And we've assured him that we've had his back. We've all said, we're not riding 4,200 miles, Jay, on a bicycle, but I will (laughs) cover for for you uh, yeah, right, here right. and as a team you know we've got a number of different professionals in the office mm-hmm. uh, um, you know whether they're certified financial planners chartered financial analysts and we've said Jay look at you're making a huge commitment we're going to make a sure. commitment to all get together and rally behind you and be here for you and, so and we'll rally behind your, your re- clients Jay, yeah re- rest assured by the way if your uh, main advisor is Jay Blanchard he is in good shape because the entire team is behind him but Absolutely. he's riding 4200 miles mm-hmm. to raise money for military widows ride for Widows, you can type in the letter four, number four, doesn't matter. Ride four widows, and uh, any way you can help Jay, that'd be great. He's trying to raise thousands of dollars for yep. these, uh, oftentimes women, though sometimes men, mm-hmm, but often mm-hmm. more more women. Um, but uh, they do not need a handout; they want to, they need a hand up, and that's, that's what the right. program's all about. So, right. um, you know, uh, Memorial Day weekend last last week, we remember the fall and we remember the sacrifice that they've given for us. But oftentimes, it gets lost that the spouse is still here and has mm-hmm. to fight with that for the rest of their lives so literally could be you know young 20 year olds widows yes I mean, well the lady the, well, the lady that started this this mm-hmm. foundation was 20 when she lost her husband 2021 20, yeah. so a really amazing can't think of a better cause i mean there's a lot of great causes especially in this community we do a lot of work for children's hospital right, right. Roswell, roswell but sure. right, uh, for roswell. Yeah, yeah military widows is just one of them very dear to our heart mm-hmm. and uh, certainly having a vet program jay being a vet himself it's a big deal ride for widows Com. I think it could help. Uh, before the break, we're we'll talking a little bit about your past life. You were a yeah. teacher, and yeah. uh, uh, maybe we can play the. Do you mind playing the clip? Yeah. We'll play yeah, the this clip was, this week. Um, of... This was Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and um, she she was doing a press conference, and uh, this was a, a young man, thirteen year old Benji Shokron, and he had a question about the school shootings. And for anyone out there who thinks that you know Sarah Huckabee Sanders has no heart, all she is is like a yes woman for Trump. Um, listen to this, and, and I think you'll see that that's just not the case. Hopefully, uh, hopefully these aren't as tough as bring your kids to work day questions. <laughs> in my school, we, we recently had a lockdown room. One thing that affects mine and other students' mental health is the worry about about the fact that we or our friends could get shot at school. Specifically, can you tell me what the administration has done and will do to prevent these senseless tragedies? I think that uh, as a kid and certainly as a parent, there is nothing that could be more terrifying for a kid to go to school and not feel safe. So I'm sorry that you feel that way. Uh, This administration takes it seriously. And the school safety commission that the president convened is meeting this week, again, an official meeting uh, to discuss the best ways forward and how we can do every single thing within our power to protect kids in our schools and to make them feel safe and make their parents feel good about dropping them off. I think the key there, by the way, is to what will we do to prevent these strategies? Let's actually get answers, right? Not the left wing, I'm going to take the guns out of the good people's hands, because that doesn't work. See, I have mixed emotions when I hear that. The first thought I have is 
real bright kid, right? Yeah. You know, he wants to know like the mental health of students showing up to school and not being afraid. That's a big deal. Yeah, huge. You deal. can't learn a heck of a lot if you're fearful. Right. You walk in and you're worried about maybe the bully, maybe even a teacher that's a little bit like a little bit, um, you know, loud or um, you know, demanding of you. Well, if you're not able to go to school and feel safe, then most other things can't happen in a very effective way. The other thing, though, about that clip, it does certainly show Sarah Huckabee Sanders has a heart. She mm-hmm. nearly got choked up. She almost had to stop the press conference yeah. because it, it. I think it takes you, – you got to – really, you internalize something like that and you say, my goodness, like here I am talking about our administration every day. Are we really doing anything? Mm-hmm. Then I start to feel – like, are you doing anything? Yeah. And you said, you know, what's changed? Yep. Is anything changing? No, nah, nothing is changing. And, you look and, at the schools, uh, there's no there's no police officers going into schools. They should be in the parking right. lot. They should be on every side of every building. Our most right. precious asset we have is our children. Right. You know, we, we do. Now, I, I, somebody told me the other day that there was police officers at a bingo, at a, at a church bingo. Like, okay, well, so you're protecting the money coming out, right. but we're not worried about our children, right? right. Protect the children. But do things that actually matter. Absolutely. You know, this also comes to the point, though, what can the federal government do? Right. Can't, what can states do? Yeah. I think it does go down to the school districts themselves. I do, too. It's initiatives in the school district. It's yeah. listening to parents, listening to community members, listening to people listening to students, and then doing something in the local school district. Yeah, think about the school districts and how they rally around, oh, we're the only football field without lights. That's not fair, right? right? right. And then we fight and fight and fight, and eventually they figure out a way That's to right. get the lights done. How about we have a booster club right. for this type of shooting yeah. prevention? Yeah, let me not, ask you. Not just the football boosters, the basketball, the baseball boosters. How about we have a booster club to raise yeah. money That's right. for more awareness of these That's things? Right. That's right. Uh, Melissa, what are your thoughts? As, as a former teacher, and you were teaching, for a number of years mm-hmm. what do you think about you know teachers having guns yeah i i i'd be all for it yeah. i certainly wouldn't be one of them in the classroom to do it i'm well. not trained i don't think i'm inclined mm-hmm. i think there are a lot out there i have friends who are inclined and are are avid sportsmen huntsmen very good at what they do and very like very sane people right. they're not gonna you know just you know randomly think, you know, I hey, I need to use this thing. Right. They would take it to heart. They'd be proud. They'd, they'd take a more protective uh, type of, um, you know, attitude. And, of course, they take it seriously. Yeah. And they take gun ownership seriously. Right. Um, I, I would definitely be all for it. Yeah. I, I would. I think you'd have to certainly put in the training. You'd have to have controls. You'd have to have ongoing training. Mm-hmm. You'd have to put them into situations, just like police officers have to be put through s- certain training yeah. to be ready to use their their guns if yeah. necessary. I think teachers, many out there, would, would definitely step up and want to be those those yeah. people. I got to tell you, I would feel way more comfortable knowing that if my my child was in a classroom with a teacher who was trained, mm-hmm. has a gun, right. and if somebody got and broke into that school, I would want my child in that classroom. Absolutely. I would feel Absolutely. way more comfortable than the plan being, oh, flip over your desk, right. or let's go in the closet, because yeah, bullets can't go through a door, right? And oh, clearly, oh. this isn't a case of, okay, there's the overhead projector, and there's the, you know... There's the computers, the laptops, iPods, whatever. Oh, and then there's the drawer where there's a weapon in case someone breaks in. No, <laughs> we know that. Yeah. Clearly, you have to take care of this. This would be a huge, huge you know, safety issue. But if you could come up with the, the reasonable ways to protect those weapons, keep them out of, you know, obviously out of the wrong hands, 
um, I think it'd be, it would be a dis, uh, it's people would be dissuaded. Yeah, no right doubt. Right now, gun-free zones just don't do it. No, they're not working. In fact, they're they're a magnet for this, right? right. Every right. single time, the Lander shooter is a perfect example of that. Hit up a gay nightclub. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he knew it would be a gun-free safe zone. Right. What he was thinking about Disney. He right. said, "No way. There's too many police officers there. That's right. I'm going to get hit before I get before I can do anything. Yeah. Uh, it it you know gun-free zones don't work." Uh, in studio, Mike Kaflick, certified social security claiming strategist. We got about a minute left, Mike. We've had a ton of success stories with helping people maximize their social security. Yeah. If you're thinking about retirement, you got to think about social security. Yeah, and it's not just a numeric analysis. Don't just look at online and, and look at a break even. You know, it's not a game of, geez, if I take the, the money early, I'm going to get it and I will win the game. Yeah. It's not a game. It's. It's, you know, think about the other ways that you might have income in retirement. Do you want to keep working? Do you have a spouse who wants to keep working? Are you maybe going to protect the surviving spouse by having a much bigger benefit to hand over to them someday? And there's some, uh, I call them knockoffs, uh, Social Security guys out there that are charging, you know, whatever it is, a few hundred bucks for this analysis. And it really tells you, like, well, we think you're going to die at age 94. Right. You you can go online and get your own mortality. You can get that, okay? You don't need to pay for that. It really becomes way way more advanced planning like you do to figure out a lifestyle. You don't put the cart before the horse. You don't say, okay. Hey, here, here's that uh, that perfect Social Security claiming strategy for you. Oh, and now, by the way, would you like me to help you in other ways? Yeah. No. no. I need to know about you before I can help you with Social Security. You don't take that all by itself in a vacuum and make a decision. You blend it. Blend yeah. it with everything else about you. Yeah. If you need a free consultation, folks, whether it's retirement planning, estate planning, Social Security planning, college planning, divorce planning, Medicare planning, turning 65, we have certified independent reps at our office. We do work as a team. Use us as a resource, 633-1515, 633-1515. Like us on Facebook. A lot of stuff we talk about we post to our Facebook page. And follow us on Twitter at FinGuys, our website, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E. We will see you next Saturday right here on News Radio 930 WBN. God bless.